You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your noon news for Thursday, January 19th, 2023. A Carroll woman accused of brandishing a firearm at a Carroll convenience store in October was sentenced in Carroll County District Court last week. Court records show 28-year-old Josh A. Liana Tanjwar Battle was charged with three counts of assault while displaying a dangerous weapon, an aggravated misdemeanor for the October 5th incident at the BP Country Store in the footer block of U.S. Highway 30. A Carroll Police Department affidavit says Battle pulled a 9mm handgun during a dispute with an employee at the store and pointed it at three staff members, including two minors. Battle pled guilty to all three counts last week after reaching an agreement with prosecutors and was sentenced up to two years in prison on each count. However, those sentences were suspended and Battle was instead placed on probation for two years to the Iowa Department of Correctional Services. Last night, the Carroll City Council voted unanimously to approve a job offer to Aaron Koiker to become the community's next city manager. Koiker has spent the past five years as the city admin in Fairfield, a community of approximately 9,400 residents. Prior to Fairfield, he worked as the city administrator for the city of Hull, an instructor at the Iowa Law Enforcement Academy, and as a police officer in West Des Moines. Koiker says he and his wife, Michelle, did not have to think long about him applying when they heard about the opening in Carroll. Carroll has an assessed value of $550 million. The city of Fairfield is $350 million. So there's a considerable size difference when you start talking about commercial properties and you start talking about residential properties. The other part was is when when we went to look at some of the houses and look around town, you can tell that there's a lot of pride in the community. The houses are all, for the most part, kept up, and that was a real big selling point for us. He adds that Carroll also allows them to be closer to their families in northwestern and central Iowa. Quaker earned his bachelor's degree in sociology from the University of Iowa in 1995, where he also played football for the Hawkeyes and started his public service career in law enforcement soon after graduating. He returned to school in 2006 at Bellevue University to pursue his master's degree in public administration. His prior city employment accomplishments include a nearly $50 million rebuild of Fairfield's sewer plant and numerous housing developments in Fairfield and Hull. Quaker says he views his role as city manager as an extension of the city council. I follow the directions and policies that set forth by the council, and then uh, we, we implement those policies. So, so that's kind of where I go when people ask me questions and are looking for answers. Quaker officially joined city staff on March 20th, but he'll spend the next couple of months working with interim city manager Jeff Kaler and other department heads to be familiar with the community when he begins. Last night they had a budget meeting up there in Carroll, and I actually sat and listened in on Zoom, which the advent of the computer and Zoom meetings and stuff like that is really going to make this a little bit easier to where I can at least listen into the meetings and understand what's going on a couple months out rather than walking into my first council meeting going, hmm, what are we doing? <laughs> and Jeff and I have a really good relationship. We've actually known each other for about six or seven years, and he and I are communicating quite frequently by phone, and the city clerk, Laura, up there is fantastic, too. So been in contact with her a little bit, talking to her about how the finances are going and what direction the council's decisions are taking them. I, I won't say that I'll hit the ground running, but I think it'll be a pretty seamless transition. He says the first few months to a year in the new city is all about getting a feel for the community and its needs, so he's not planning on implementing major changes when he arrives. However, Koiker says he is already looking at ways to address the city council's priorities for upcoming budget years. 
And city officials from the listening area continue to remind residents to remove vehicles from on-street parking while plows are still running. Nearly every community activated its snow ordinances yesterday in preparation for the 6 to 10 inches that fell overnight. While initial passes have been completed, snow removal crews are still working on finishing curb-to-curb processing. Motorists found in non-compliance face parking penalties and run the risk of having their vehicles towed. Be sure to check with your local officials to determine precisely how long parking restrictions will remain active. And we do need to step away here for just a moment, folks. We'll be right back. More news is on the way after this on KCIM. Vita Suite is celebrating two years. Hi, this is Jean Ludwig for Vita Suite IV Therapy Downtown Carroll. Until January 31st, nearly every infusion is just $99. A professional nurse administers your infusion in a relaxing environment. Infusions help prevent illness, provide relief of migraines, improve allergies, and most importantly, rehydrate the body. This special ends January 31st, so make your appointment today. Vita Suite IV Therapy, 775-2434. Some exclusions apply. Ah, why did we choose to do these killer workouts for New Year's resolution this year? I know, this is hard work. We should have stuck with saving money on our insurance this year by switching to Mid-Iowa Insurance, and then we could have already checked off our success. Yeah, that would have been a lot easier. (laughs) Well, we still have time, and we can already know we hit our goal on something this year. Well, that's true. Let's call today. Let your Mid-Iowa team give you a free quote. Your successful New Year's resolution awaits you at Mid-Iowa Insurance and Real Estate. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. The city of Glidden is turning last night's winter storm into a fun opportunity with an impromptu snowman building contest. That contest is open to residents in the whole area, and they do not need to reside within Glidden's city limits. Simply build and decorate your snowman and submit your entry via the community's Facebook page, a link to which is included with this story on our website. Winners will be drawn on Friday with the prize of five daily passes to the Glidden Aquatic Center this summer, as well as certificates to their concession stand. Governor Kim Reynolds' new plan to let the parents of private school students apply for state funds to cover tuition and other expenses is speeding through the legislature. It cleared Republican-led committees in the House and Senate Wednesday, and a bill is eligible for debate in the House as early as Monday. Republican Representative John Wills of Spirit Lake says the concept has been adequately discussed. It's not quickly at all. We've been talking about this for three, well, this is our third year, so it's two solid years we've been talking about it. During that time, the governor's less expansive plans to give state money to low-income parents who want to send their kids to private school never came up for a vote in the House. House Speaker Pat Grassley has used his power to change committee rules, so the bill may be debated on the House floor soon. Grassley says while the plan is projected to spend over $900 million on the education of private school students over the next four years, the state is likely to send over $15 billion to public K-12 schools during that time period. This is the most in-depth uh, walkthrough of any major piece of policy that I've been a part of in my time in the legislature when it gets to into the weeds. House Democratic leader Jennifer Confirst says those numbers come from the governor's staff and lawmakers should at least wait for a nonpartisan agency to review the plan and come up with a cost estimate. There are 39 new members in the Iowa House of Representatives, so any argument that we've been talking about this for years is moot because we are almost 40 percent new. Confirst says debating the bill in the third week of the legislative session is irresponsible. I'm not happy with how quickly it's going. I think that we're rushing this process for no good reason. 
Senate President Amy Sinclair of Allerton rejects the idea things are being rushed since Republicans in the Senate have already voted for the governor's previous plans. I would suggest that maybe it's long overdue. The Senate Appropriations Committee reviewed the governor's new plan at 10 o'clock today, and the bill would be eligible for debate in the Senate next week as well. And according to the Iowa Department of Transportation and AAA Iowa, fuel prices in the state crept higher over the past week. As of Wednesday, January 18th, the price for a gallon of regular unleaded gasoline averaged $3.22, a $0.07 increase from last week and $0.10 higher than one year ago. The national average on Wednesday stood at $3.36 per gallon, a $0.09 jump over the past seven days. Movement in Iowa retail diesel prices was muted with a one-cent increase to $4.21 per gallon. This price remains $0.80 over last year, but still $0.40 below the current national average. Wholesale ethanol was unchanged from $2.16 per gallon. In heating fuels, propane prices were up $0.01 to $1.94 per gallon. Home heating oil prices rose $0.10 to $3.60 per gallon. And natural gas costs were up $0.09 at the Henry Hub reporting site to $3.37 per MMBTU. And that is going to wrap up your KCIM Noon News for Thursday, January 19th, 2023. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com, or through our Carol Broadcasting mobile app available on Google Play and the Apple App Store. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.